0: Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. I'm Jonathan. I'm a Christian just like you. I believe that Jesus Christ is King and Lord, that He owns my life, that He is seated at the right hand of God, and so are you and I. We are hidden in Christ Jesus. We will judge the angels We have the authority to forgive sins on the earth. And we look just like our Father God. I want to invite you to understand the message that Jesus preached so that you can bear fruit 30, 60 and 100 times what was sown. We do that by understanding the yeast of the Pharisees and weeding it out of our mind, the yeast of Herod politics. And weeding that out of our thinking, we do it by taking away the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth that choke the seed. Come with me into the kingdom and expand it today. Okay, how do you guard against deception? Listen to me. If you are of God, if you are born of God, then You have the seed of God inside of you. What we're seeing in the earth today is the shaking that God brings. And that shaking that God brings in the Bible is for the purpose of showing you what you are made of. See, the shaking doesn't matter. The media doesn't matter. The news doesn't matter. What matters for your soul, for your salvation, for your eternity is that you are standing on the rock of the word of God. The kingdom of God explains everything. You know, why why doesn't God step in? Why doesn't God fix all of the problems? The kingdom of God answers that question in Genesis chapter 1. And all through the Bible, Psalm 115, Psalm number 8, where he gave the earth to man. We are responsible. God is not doing anything. He actually isn't even technically answering your prayers. He's actually already technically, biblically, according to the kingdom, he's actually given you the keys to the kingdom. He's actually given you a blank check. And every prayer is already answered, yes and amen. It's actually entirely up to us. That is really hard. The truth is something that everybody wants, but it's the most difficult to swallow. Because it requires management, it requires us to change. And so, how do you guard against deception? You have to be standing on the rock of his word. Jesus said this. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. So if you want to remain, if you want to never pass away, if you want to be saved, by the way, that's Matthew twenty-four thirty-five. If you want to pass away, if you sorry, if you want to be saved and to to survive and to not be deceived, then you have got to be in His Word. Not just reading His Word. The Pharisees were reading His Word, but they didn't know Him. You actually have to be inside of Him. That is communion. That's the reason I'm doing a 100 Days of Communion on YouTube. Just search for Jonathan Schiola. All of the verses that Paul wrote about being in Christ are synonymous with being inside of his word. So we are seated in Christ. We are in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. Okay? So that's really important for us to remember. How do you guard against deception? Well, if you are not saved then you're not his. If you are not following the Holy Spirit, then you are not his. If you are not purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ, you're not his. One One John is a really good book to be in at the moment. I said, One John is a really good book to be in at the moment. You know, I gave someone a, a, a card full of money the other day. Some of the money was from me. Some of it was contributed. And I wrote on the card. I said, this card is a door that you just opened. And if you look at it, it looks like a door. A card, a birthday card, a greeting card, is a door. It's a little, tiny, portable door. And I said, it was really important for you to open this door. If you didn't open this door, you would never have found the money. That was inside. And Jesus says that to us in Revelation chapter 3. He said, I stand at the door and knock. You see, we don't realize the apostasy in the church, the hypocrisy in our own lives. Because the book of Revelation is really, really clear when it talks about deception, when it talks about perversion when it talks about lukewarmness. You see, it's so important, it's so important to realise that, that there are hundreds of scriptures warning us against the, the teaching of the Pharisees, warning us against the teaching of Herod, warning us against the, the wolves in sheep's clothing, the false teachers, those who've been taken captive by the devil to do his will. There are so many scriptures. Jesus warned us not to run after so-called messiahs. And in the book of Revelation, the letter from Jesus himself, who is our king, the king of the kingdom, he says that there's a church that is pitiful, blind, poor, and naked. This church, the, the problem with this church... They think that they are clothed, but they're naked. They think that they are rich, but they are poor. They think that they can see, but they're blind. This is apostasy. This is the problem that, that we all have to be aware of. Again, I love 1 John. I love 1 John and I love 2 Thessalonians. And I believe that these are the the books to be inside of at the moment, to be living in at the moment, because they will help to guard against offence. They will help to guard against falling away. Now, another kingdom understanding that will help you is that the opposite of kingdom is independence. You Remember Robin Hood? He wasn't allowed to kill the king's deer because they were on crown land even australia being part of the british empire originally it you know it has something called crown land that means that that the the water belongs to the king the queen the you know in a kingdom everything belongs to a king everything is crown land we are the management of the earth but the bible says that the earth belongs to god heaven and earth heaven is his throne earth is his footstool so we are stewards we're stewards i I released a prophetic song very bad singing very bad and um but (laughs) it was quite a a catchy song i'd love to get you know roma waterman or or julie myers to 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 sort of work with it for me but um it had this sort of wartime 80s metal sort of beat to it But at the end of the prophetic song, I said, I just quoted Jesus. I said, and if you mistreat his servants, he will cut you to pieces and throw you outside with the murderers. I was chopping and changing part of Revelation 16, I think it is, or 20. Anyway, so you in the kingdom of God have got to realize that you are owned. You are the property of the king. Jesus said that. He said, even when you do everything that I command, you should say, I am unworthy. Jesus said things like, if you you follow me, but, but turn around or look back, you're not worthy of me. Now, he loved the rich young ruler. But the rich young ruler walked away sad. He walked away without the kingdom. You can choose. In this life, you can choose yourself or you can choose to die. And I keep saying this. The Christian life is impossible. It cannot be lived. It cannot. You cannot live the Christian life. The only one who can live the Christian life is Christ. He lives through you. He works through you. Signs and wonders are confirming your words. He's confirming your words with signs and wonders. You know, so I just want you to know that. I want you to know that that God is the hope of glory. Jesus Christ inside of you is the hope of glory. And He's the ability to live the Christian life. When Jesus said to deny yourself. He's saying to deny your soul. He's saying to deny your will. He's saying to deny your emotions. He's saying to deny your your mind. When you repent, you are turning away from your mind. You are turning away from your will. You're turning away from your emotions and it's a spiritual transaction but you have got to lose yourself i absolutely love john chapter 12 in the passion translation and it's just some really great gems here uh let's see if i can find one wow this is really good um there's so much in here. Uh, where, what am I going to read? What am I going to read? The person who loves his life and pampers himself will miss true life. But the one who detaches his life from this world and abandons himself to me will find true life and enjoy it forever. As I was saying, 1 John says that if you love the world, the love of the Father is not inside of you. You know, 1 Corinthians says the natural mind, your mind, cannot comprehend the things of the Spirit. And that the flesh, your natural man, is at war against the Spirit. If you want to please God, you need to, you need to have faith. But faith is understanding and faith is action. <clears throat> I want to say to you that don't only open the door. It's not only to open the card and open the door, it's to walk through it. The word of God is a person that you can walk into. I mean, there is a scripture I believe it's in Hebrews that says that that the body of Christ was the veil which is like a door the veil that was torn through which we enter heaven so in a sense perhaps (laughs) at an atomic quantum physics string theory kind of way but certainly in a spiritual way we walk physically we walk spiritually we walk through the body of christ he he is the door and i believe that this understanding of the kingdom is what is required to make sense you know how can God love people and forgive their sins in the New Testament but kill entire nations in the Old Testament demanding that the Israelites murdered babies and children even the livestock even animals He's, God told them to kill everyone genocide you know how can a how can a God be a god of love and a god of hate well you're first of all you're religious <laughs> Because let me tell you this, and this is the truth that's hard to swallow. A king can do whatever the hell he wants. Paul said that. He said, how dare you tell the potter that he should have not made you a certain way. The potter can choose to do whatever he wants with the clay. He can make you into a toilet seat or he can make you into a throne. That is God's prerogative. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm telling you the truth. A kingdom perspective will explain and only a kingdom perspective can explain the Bible. Only a kingdom perspective can, can answer your questions. For example, another really religious thing that's embarrassing to me is that the church is, is not an army Yes, we are called to fight, but if you read the Bible with a kingdom perspective, and I thank Miles Monroe for this, you will see that the church doesn't really do anything to fight other than to petition God and to pray. If, if you read Ephesians chapter 6, the wartime warrior church passage, It actually is talking about standing still. Stand, therefore, with the armor of God and stand. And when you've been standing, stand some more and, you know, and pray and pray and pray, pray in the spirit and pray in in tongues. It's actually, the here's the answer, guys. The kingdom perspective is that you and I are citizens of heaven. That we are not the military. We are not needed. God has billions of military personnel that are called angels. The angels are the host of heaven. The host of heaven is a military term. It means the armies of heaven. The angels are the ones that fought for God in the New Testament. And they fight for God in the... In the New Testament, sorry, as well as the Old Testament. Jesus, when he was confronting a kingdom, king to king. Jesus the king talking to Pilate, the authorized officer of the genocidal kingdom of the day. He said, I could call ten legions of angels right now. He didn't say, I could call ten legions of Christians. He didn't say, I could call Peter and James and John. No, no, the military, when it comes to combat, when it comes to fighting, when it comes to to the war and the, the armies that God is going to use, it is a spiritual war. It is the angels. They are the ones that confirm the words. They are the ones that healed Jesus, that strengthened Jesus, that loosed the chains, that broke people out of prison. They are the messengers that bring the good news that God is giving to to Christians. Listen, in the New Testament, people heard from angels a lot. In the book of Acts, people heard from angels. They heard from God. They had visions. The word love is never mentioned in the book of Acts because it's a kingdom book. And I'm not saying that God is not a God of love. He loves you, accepts you, he forgives you. But it is your responsibility and mine to come to the throne of grace with confidence. It's your responsibility and mine to accept the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ. We have got to drink his blood. We've got to eat his flesh. We've got to walk through him. And it's our responsibility. So the answer to deception, part of it, is surrender. It's surrender. It's I don't know. I'm not going to be addicted to the knowledge of good and evil. I don't need to know everything that's happening, everything the Americans are doing and the Russians are doing and the war here and the war there. Jesus said in Matthew 24, even though all these things are going on, you will preach the kingdom. That is our purpose. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. So you and I, we put on Christ, we put off the old man and we surrender. That's why Jesus Christ said, you can only enter the kingdom as a little child. The kingdom can only be received in surrender, in dependency. That's two words, not independency, but in, (laughs) with dependency. A kingdom's greatest threat is independence. A kingdom's greatest threat is a nation calls itself sovereign and separate from the kingdom. America did this to England. Australia did this to England. We declared independence, Independence Day, you know, 1888 or whatever it was. And and for America, 1776 or whatever it was. I'm sorry, I don't know American history very well. Um, But we declared independence. I think Indonesia was 1941 from the Dutch. So the opposite of of independence is surrender. I don't know. I repent. God, help. That's the best prayer to pray. Help. Mercy. Mercy. Don't forget to ask for mercy. Grace. Ask for the fear of the Lord. Ask God to, to correct you. Ask him to rebuke you. I do. God, rebuke me. God, discipline me. God, prune me, train me, burn me. I want to be baptized with fire. I don't just want to be baptized in the name of my church denomination, although that's great. I don't just want to be baptized in love, although that's great. I don't just want to be baptized in power, although that's great. No, I want to be consumed by your holy fire until nothing of me remains. Burn me now. I want to burn now so I don't have to burn then. I want to be tested by fire. I want to be tested by fire. I glory in my tribulations. I know that those who suffer with you will reign with you. How do we guard against deception? We stand on his word. Not our pastor's word, but the word of God, the word of Jesus Christ, the person. What did he say? Are you obeying him? If you love me, you will obey me. Are you washing people's feet? Are you feeding the poor, clothing the naked, visiting those in prison? I'm not, not very often. I am trying (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) But that's the thing that he says is important remember that on Judgment Day, those who knew him were those who served him in this life. It's not just going to church and having the right podcast that you agree with. It's physical. It's physically helping people. It's, it's feeding people. It's clothing people. And it's preaching. Remember, I came to bring life, I came to break the chains of people, I came to set the captives free. I came to open the eyes of the blind, to preach good news to the poor, to set the captives free. We have got work to do. Jesus Christ wants you to obey him and John again in 1 John says if we if we know him, we will be like him. We will walk as Jesus walked. So it's really simple, guys. It's the Word of God. It's right in front of you. Stand on it. Let the Word correct you. Let the Word rebuke you. Let the Word burn you. And don't get distracted by, you know, everything that's going on around you. Prophetically speaking, I feel as though we are in a very, very dark time that the world, the earth is in in great darkness. You know, Isaiah 60, more than 2020, more than COVID. It's darker now than it was a year ago and two years ago. But our light shines. And as I was trying to say yesterday on my podcast, you know, giving someone $1 is like giving them $1,000 last year. Telling somebody the truth, you know, is like a nuclear bomb this year because the darkness is so thick your light is shining ever brighter that's what it means what it means is like i said this to to mum on the phone today i said you know to to walk into a you know a doctor's surgery without a mask is as violent as streaking naked across the mcg 20 years ago i mean if you want to be noticed just tell somebody the truth i mean just go into a into a workplace and say that you're unvaccinated you know just go into a school and tell the teachers that the children should not be wearing masks i mean tell somebody that that you're you're male or female and that you do have a gender you know we're living in such depravity such darkness that jesus said Of the increase of wickedness, which is the absence of law. The absence of law. We don't know what up and down is anymore. We don't know what a man or a woman is anymore. We don't, even the churches don't know what a sin is anymore. A a lot of times. That's lawlessness. And what does Jesus say that comes? It's, it is the, the falling away. The increase of lawlessness is the positive correlation. And the precursor and the causation of falling away, of the love of many growing cold. Now, I'm telling you, legislatively, biblically, spiritually, socially, and in the media, in every area of society, the lawlessness is abounding. And I mean, since, yes, I mean, it, it, it's exponential. The lawlessness that we're locking up healthy people instead of sick people. That's lawlessness. We're vaccinating children risking their lives to protect the old people. That's lawlessness. My grandparents you know, my parents would cut off their arms and legs to protect my kids. It's backwards. That we're we're injecting people with a, a potentially lethal and experimental genetic therapy to protect them against a cold that has no symptoms. This is lawlessness where a judge cannot discern whether she is a woman? So what I'm saying is, look at the times. Jesus required that we would judge the times. He said, you wicked Pharisees, you look at the sky and you can predict the weather, but you cannot predict the times. Jesus requires... That you and I judge those in the church. Jesus requires that you and I judge the times and the seasons. We have the spirit of God. We have the mind of Christ. The mysteries have been revealed and we will be held responsible. We cannot pretend that we didn't know. We do know. We do know. We know the truth. And we must obey it. It's very important in these last days. So what I'm saying is if we know that lawlessness is compounding then we know and can predict. This is how I get so many prophecies, you know, this is how I I I seem to know the future because it's it's a trend. If Jesus if I if Jesus said that lawlessness is the cause and the predictor for falling away and there are many other scriptures that connect the two. And I can see that literally every month for the last hundred years, and, and and every day for the last six months, lawlessness has been compounding and doubling in every area of society, then it's not a surprise. That's why two or three years ago I started saying, let the church is gonna number one, the church is gonna go underground. Number two, you will not find god's people in above ground churches number three lampstands are going to be taken away you're going to see churches closed down why i now they're talking about it you know because it's happened but i said it two three years ago so what am i saying now what i'm saying now is there is about to be an an apocalyptic palpable deception that's what I'm saying now. There is going to be a great falling away. We have been we have failed the, the COVID test which stands for um something. Anyway, <clears throat> we have failed the COVID test. Churches have gone back to normal. Now, yes, some have woken up, some have been shaken, praise God, there's a remnant and it's being it's it is alive and well. But 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 there is going to be a palpable, eclectic. I don't know if that's the right word, but I keep thinking eclectic. There's going to be a palpable deception coming soon. i am imminently, imminently, imminently. And unfortunately, those who, you know, you're going to, I mean, I feel as though you need to be in the word. You need to have your feet I mean, go, let's go there right now, guys. Let's go there, right now. If you're driving, pull over. If you're whatever, whatever, f- focus now. We're going to focus. We're going to do an impartation sort of thing. Right now, right now. Father, angels, thank you. God, I'm an ambassador of your kingdom. I speak not on my own authority, but I speak the words that you give me when I say that, that these people who are listening today, except for the the ones that you know, God. But anyone who's listening today, who's born again by the Spirit of God, they are a son of God, not born by the will of man or by their mother and father, but by the will of God. They are born again. They, right now. And this is where they are. This is where you are, guys. They are seated in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. And we know that there is a throne. And we know that the Father of God is at the right hand of Jesus. And we know that we are seated on that throne. And we know that there's a river of life that flows from under the throne. And right now, we, as we sit on that throne, we have our feet you know dangling in that river of living water and we allow that water to flow up through us and it comes out of our bellies on the earth as living water there are rivers of living water that are flowing out of your belly right now so pray and prophesy and speak the truth in love and know that when you stand, that you are light, that you are a witness. As you pray for people, it's God who confirms the words with signs of wonders. He sees the He sees the word coming out of your mouth and he says, that's my word. They're speaking my word. I'm going to authorize it. I'm going to back it up. And he, he releases angels. So don't take responsibility for the outcome, but take responsibility for preaching the word of God, for telling people the truth, for praying for the sick. And they let God confirm it. Let God do the rest. Because he's very pleased with you. Remember, also, a fundamental about the kingdom is that Jesus Christ is on a throne that is established on the foundation of righteousness and justice. So, you know, he is going to require an account. Right now in this world, we will have discrepancy. We will have troubles, but lo he, and behold, he has overcome the world. There is a day of judgment. There is a day where he will wipe away every t- tear. There is a day where you'll get a new body that never burns out. There is a day when he will destroy the devil and throw him into chains of darkness forever. There is a day where wars will cease. So, but not today. Today, there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. There's going to be circumstances that go up and down and your emotions may go up and down and your mind may go up and down. But if you are standing on the rock of the word, then you will go from glory to glory and strength to strength. It's a high and upward calling in Christ Jesus. Repent. Your life is not a roller coaster. It's not up and down. You go from glory to glory, strength to strength. You lend and don't borrow. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You cannot fail. You are more than a conqueror because you are already in Christ Jesus. You are living in a kingdom that is built on acceptance. You are accepted. You've already pleased God. you already finished you're already finished. You've already got 100% on your scorecard. Now is the time to show off. Now is the time to, to rack up points for heaven, to rack up points for eternal life. You're going to receive 30, 60, and 100 times what was sown in this life and in the life that was to come. Let God deal with the mess. It's time to take your hands off your own life and your problems and the discrepancies that you're trying to manage. You cannot manage them. The Holy Spirit will deliver you. You know, I almost want to take responsibility for you and say, he's going to do it, just hands off. But, but the Lord will deliver you. He will answer your prayers. He will move you forward. And, and what you do is you let go of your own life. You seek first the kingdom and all else will be added to you as well. You know, it's not about being irresponsible. It's about being responsible for the main things and trusting him with everything else. He might ask you to do something practical. He might ask you to manage your money, manage your health, manage your circumstances, but it's gonna be spirit-led. I default to inaction. I default, I will, proactively act when it comes to the kingdom but when it comes to me and protecting my life and demanding my rights i will default to no action i'm going to let god judge my enemies i'm going to let him defend me do you understand so we lose our lives to find it i had a hundred scriptures here to read i couldn't find them so so god bless you um if you want to find the scriptures relating to this podcast check out the articles at melbourne underground church.com thank you for listening bye for now i've been jonathan and you've been listening to the kingdom dynamics podcast please share it bye just want to quickly promote my online school. You can do a seven-week course on the kingdom. It's teachable.com. Just go to kingdomdynamics.com teachable.com the first two weeks are free every episode is about 20 minutes designed to go through with your house church or even better you can start a church in your home focusing on the kingdom of Jesus Christ and the content is there there's seven weeks in the kingdom discipleship journey every week has a PDF handout or you can go through it online as a questionnaire as an individual and then after After those seven weeks, there's a course on maturity. There's even a kids' church program, but I'm warning you, it's not your usual kids' church material. It is kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. I hope you find it really useful and just let your friends know that they can bypass the yeast of the Pharisees and bypass the yeast of Herod and get kingdom content for your home, for your church, and for your city. I hope you can enroll today. Bye for now.